Hello, everyone. Welcome to Preach the Word podcast. My name is Ashton McDonald, and I am your host. Today's episode is a sermon that was brought to us by Reverend Luke Shoecraft on October 19th of 2022. The scripture reading comes from the book of Ruth, chapter 1 and verse 21. The sermon is titled, God's Plan in Our Panic. Brother Luke Shoecraft and his wife serve as pastors of Ashdown Holiness Church, located in Ashdown, Arkansas. The Shoecrafts are a wonderful family that are authentic and sincere in their desire to share the gospel. The Ashdown Holiness Church has a monthly outreach program called Team Rescue. I found this quote on the church's website that best describes their goal. Each month, Team Rescue sets out on a mission to rid our community of depression, darkness, and distress. We strive to make our community a better place by tackling tough problems such as suicide, hunger, and hopelessness. I appreciate the burden that Pastor Shoecraft carries for the church as well as for their local community. And I pray that God richly blesses the endeavors of Team Rescue. Listen as Brother Luke opens his sermon with a story from his childhood and then preaches to us about God's plan in our panic. Thank you for listening. Book of Ruth, chapter one. And I remember uh, we was talking about school days there for a little bit, reminded me that Sister Kathy, one time's the only person that ever caught me cheating on a test. So I never cheated again, that way. <laughs> Maybe you should come sing, honey. <laughs> hey man, we love the McDonald's, been friends a long time, and uh, I just appreciate them. They had a great influence on my life, and uh, yeah, so good to be here. Such an honor to be here and appreciate this opportunity. Amen. Ruth chapter 1, verse 21. When we talked first about me possibly coming, this just hit me, uh, this sermon. I pray God will touch somebody tonight. Amen. Ruth chapter 1, verse 21. I went out full, and the Lord hath brought me home again empty. Why then call me, call ye me Naomi, seeing the Lord hath testified against me, and the Almighty hath afflicted me. Amen. I'm going to try to preach if God would help me on God's plan in our panic. God's plan in our panic. Would you raise your hand toward heaven and ask God to help us tonight? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you, God. We thank you, Lord. We praise you, God, for... All that you've done, I pray, God, that you'll anoint me tonight. God, give me your words to speak. God, I pray, Lord, that you'll anoint us as a congregation to hear your word tonight. God, I praise you. I glorify you, Lord. I thank you, God. I pray, Lord, that you'll move in this altar service. God, would you touch somebody tonight in Jesus' name? And everyone said, amen. God's plan in our panic. Amen. God loves bringing souls home. We see in this passage that someone has been brought home. Amen. She says, the Lord hath brought me home again. I'd love to see some sinner.
come home, wouldn't you? Amen. I'd love some tired, weary saint of God to come home. Amen. One man told uh, of a Bible uh, story like this. He said, imagine with me something like this. Imagine with me we're on the streets of Decapolis. We walk inside a humble cottage. And a woman that I've named Lydia, her hands are hardened from work. Her brow is furrowed with sorrow. And in stress, she works feverishly to weave baskets to supply for her son and her. Someone darkens the doorstep, a lady who must be Lydia's friend. She says, do you think it is true? What's true? Well, you know. Well, no, I don't. Come out with it. About your old husband. Amen. Lydia's expression grows tight. She whispers harshly, not in front of my boy. Well, I just wanted to ask because you know I've heard something has happened to him. If you only knew him like I did, you probably wouldn't believe any of that. Now be on your way. I've got to finish my work if me and mine are going to eat. Lydia's friend bids her farewell, and Lydia is left with her mind and her memories. They were not all bad. They were, he was not always wild. But he had, sometime, he had sometimes he was nice. They enjoyed being together, but things gradually got worse. He started hearing voices. Then he started to beat her. Then became a drunk and then and completely gave himself over to the evil one. She came home one day and the house was nearly destroyed. It took a large group of men with clubs to drive him from the home. But now, what are the stories? What about the news that she has heard? Could she care for him again after all this in the depths of her heart? She knew that she would always love him. She notices a growing noise outside and she opens the door to see a large crowd of people has formed and seems to be nudging towards her home. She hears someone say, Legion has come home. And then there is a break in the crowd and she spots the man who is drawing all the attention. A nicely dressed man with bright eyes and a beautiful countenance. He boldly and humbly says, the man who was legion has come home. Right after the, this moment, their eyes meet. She found herself in the long lost husband's embrace. He had a lot to tell her, for he had to tell her about the deliverance. But he also had to tell her about the deliverer. Hallelujah. God brought him home again. God likes to bring people home. Amen. Oh, I tell you what, I'd like the Spirit of God to reach out beyond these four walls tonight. Reach to somebody that maybe has not thought about God in a long time. Amen. And that thought begin to come to them again. Begin to bring them on back home. Oh, Spirit of God, would you draw somebody tonight? Hallelujah. Amen. We know the story of the prodigal son, how he left home and lost all. Amen. But then he realized where he was at and he returned home. We know the story of Onesimus, a servant, and we don't really know what all happened in his life. I like that, that book that was written twice read about maybe what could have happened. Amen. But this servant who he had either stolen or done some type of wrong to his master, 
He somehow by the grace of God is, is found by the Apostle Paul. Amen. And brought back to God. Paul writes a letter to his former master and, he say, and, and he's also a convert of Paul. He says, if he hath wronged thee or owed thee aught, put it on mine account. Yes. Amen. I'll pay what he did you wrong. Amen. He says, I, Paul, have written it with mine own hand. I will repay it. Albeit I do not say to thee how thou owest unto me. All right. Amen. Yeah. You can charge me if you want to. But if we're really going to be honest, you owe me yeah. a lot more than what he owes you. <laughs> Amen. But he doesn't stop there. God's bringing a boy home, isn't he? Amen. But he's also going to be a blessing. For he says, which in times past was unto thee unprofitable. But now profitable for thee and me. Hallelujah. Amen. God used this runaway boy. Not only he's going to bless his old master. Amen. But he's blessed the old preacher. Hallelujah. Amen. I tell you what. God can bring him home. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Lord, not only bring him back, but put him to work. Amen. God can do it. Don't you believe it? Amen. Amen. All Naomi sees when she comes home. Amen. The truth is that her family left Israel because of a famine. Amen. They went to a pagan land where she lost her husband, lost her two sons, and lost one daughter-in-law. That's why we read this text. He's brought me home again empty. This is all she can see. All that Naomi can see is this one word, empty. Amen. The other phrase is still all about that word. Amen. All she can see is that, my friend. Amen. The real question is not why did I have to pack up everything and move back? Why am I back in Israel? Amen. But why am I here like this? Amen. Why am I empty? Amen. Is there a saint of God tonight who has asked God a familiar question? Amen. A question that would be familiar to this. Why am I here like this? Amen. Why am I empty? Amen. Oh, I tell you what tonight. Amen. I hope God would help you tonight. Amen. And encourage your heart that God has a plan in the midst of our panic. Amen. This is the opposite Really the opposite reaction of Job. Amen. When he, he was full of worship. But she seems to be full of wrath. Amen. But God has a plan in our panic. Amen. The truth about her situation is that God brought her right where she needed to be. And even though she seems to be crying about God, it's really a cry to God. Amen. Just wait. God has a plan. I'm not saying that God was at fault for her misfortune. Amen. Most, if not any, of all, amen, of her misfortune was due to poor family decision. But God has a way of working in our poor decisions. Amen. And helping us in His mercy and in His grace. He brings her back to bless her. Amen. She just can't see it yet. You know the story. Ruth, Naomi's daughter-in-law, by the blessing of God, finds favor 
with the rich man in Israel. Amen. And not only he's really close in line to be the one that can marry her. Amen. It's a beautiful story. If you hadn't read it in a while, you ought to go read it. Amen. But Boaz marries Ruth and becomes her kinsman, which literally means redeemer. Amen. That one who buys back when we were worth nothing. Amen. God gave this woman someone to buy her back. Amen. To cause her to be worth something once again. In a land where she meant nothing. In a land where she was trash. Amen. God brought her up and brought her out of that. Amen. I'm thankful for that tonight, aren't you? Amen. So Boaz took Ruth, and she was his wife, and she bare a son. And the women said to Naomi, Blessed be the Lord, which hath not left thee this day without a kinsman, that his name may be famous in Israel. And he shall be unto thee a restorer of thy life. Well, that's good verses right there for a woman who was empty. Amen. For a woman who was questioning God. Amen. Now she's being restored. Now she's brought back to life. Amen. My friend, God can do it tonight. Glory to God. Not only that. Amen. Christ would be born out of her lineage. Amen. God had a plan in the midst of her panic. Amen. Honey, would you come tonight? Amen. God has a plan. Sometimes it does not seem like it. Sometimes it doesn't seem like there's a blessing in the midst of it. All right. Amen. I told Brother Shad today that Brother Tim Bond from back at Fairland had been sick, real bad sick. And here, you know, we don't know why we're sick sometimes. Amen. But the, the, the three deacons there at Fairland, great saintly men, they went up there to pray for him. Amen. And they went up there, these three men went up there and prayed for him. And he got better. And those nurses, they kept talking about the four preachers that came up and prayed for him. Wow. Amen. They don't know. They just kept references. Those four preachers that came up here yeah. and prayed for him. He's just been better since then. Amen. I tell you what, whether there were three, whether they just miscounted or there was a tag along. Oh. Amen. It walked with them. Amen. I tell you what. Amen. Sometimes we go through things. We don't fully understand why, but oh, what a story. Amen. It has came out of it. Amen. That God may have walked. Amen. We know he did whether they seen him or not. God walked right in there. Amen. And touched that man. Hallelujah. Oh, what a story to tell. Amen. I've laid there myself. Amen. When I wondered if I'd be handicapped the rest of my life. Amen. My heart only working 20-something percent. I was septic, hallucinating. I mean, it was just really a terrible time in my life, to be honest. Amen. I really felt like I surrendered to whatever God wanted to do. Amen. Had a baby on the way. This last little boy. Amen. Didn't know what the future held. Amen. Kidneys wasn't working right. There's a whole lot seemed like I was pre-diabetic. They just kept on coming in with bad news. And then on top of that, you got a fatty liver. Well, thank you, Doc. 
That's just one more to add on, one more trophy to get, you know? Amen. But when it seemed like, why is this happening? Amen. And I don't really know why all it happened, to be honest. Amen. But I'm still looking for the blessing. Amen. And thank God he's blessed me through it. Amen. I just got my blood work back the other day. I'm not even pre-diabetic anymore. Amen. I've been there when they did another echocardiogram. Amen. It said you're working above average. Amen. Hallelujah. God can do it, my friend. Amen. When the walls seem to be closing in. Amen. God can bring you out of it. Amen. He can put you through it. And He can bring you out. Amen. So where when you're at the end, the other side, you're thinking, how did He do it? By His grace. I'm not a fan of needles. Amen. They have to jab on you every night. Every, I mean... And it's always at the worst time of night, you know. And we'll end that scales at 3 in the morning. It's time to weigh. No, it's not time to weigh. It's never a good time to weigh, is it? When, especially 3 in the morning. Amen. They go to jabbing on you and all this. And I just, I would get to the point I about couldn't handle anymore. And I know I'm a frail human being. I just couldn't hardly handle it anymore. I had an infectious disease guy after me and all this stuff. And I'd say, oh, God, I need some grace. I need some grace right here. Amen. And somehow, some way, I would just get a strength, about 15 minutes, that I could go through it again. I could make it another day. I could make it another, amen, through another session of jabbing, through another crazy test, through something else. Amen. Somehow, in some way. God can bring you through it. I fully believe it tonight. Amen. And if you'll, if you'll call out to Him, say, God, I need some grace with this. I'm getting over my head here. God, I need you to help me. I need you to touch me right here. God will do it. Amen. Believe Him tonight. Amen. He gives us more grace. Hallelujah. Let's all stand if we would. God has a plan in it. I don't know everybody's problem. I ain't got a clue tonight. Amen. But I tell you, I hope I encouraged your heart to believe once again. Amen. To trust Him once again. Have faith in Him one more time. Call out to Him and say, God, give me grace in this. Have you been struggling? Is it a temptation? Is it a trial? Is it a testing? Is it a disease? Is it a, what is it tonight? It's been weighing on your mind, weighing on your shoulders. Feels like something's got a hold of your heart, pulling it down. Amen. God can give you grace in it. Amen. To lift that heavy load. Why do you continue carrying it? When God said, cast it on me, I'll carry it for you. I'll help you with it. Hallelujah. Praise God. I love how each song seemed to go with this. Amen. In some certain extent. Praise God for people being led of the Lord. Amen. But tonight, amen, I encourage you to call out to the Lord. Let's all find us a place if we would. I hope I've helped you tonight. God has a plan in it. 
Amen. God can work it out. Let's believe the Lord tonight. Talk to Him. Amen. Call out to Him. Amen. Maybe it's just a little thing. Amen. We can cast the little things on God too. Hallelujah. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. What a wonderful God we serve. Praise the Lord. Glory, glory.